Welcome everyone to Plexus Blogcast Numero Trace. Uh, my name is Jared and I'm here with Matt. We're here to talk about what we're going to write about, what you're going to read about. Uh, don't forget if you ever want to read the blogs, of course there will probably be more detail there um, and we'll kind of flush out some of what we talk about. But for those of you who uh, can listen, we're here. Yep. So this week's blog uh, is about hiring and interview tips and tricks. So uh, Jared as our resident business leader here. He does the hiring and the interviewing. So wanted to ask him, what is your process for hiring employees? So uh, never my favorite thing. Mm. So I'll start with if you're out there and you're thinking, I don't love to hire or fire, then that's okay. Uh, so the biggest thing I had to do was when I was first starting, uh, so for startup kind of people, I would really reach into people I knew. I would ask for referrals. I was shameless. Uh, you got to be. Um, look for, uh, you're definitely looking for character and personal qualities um, more than ever at that point. Mm, and right. so um, if you're not just a startup, then kind of that initial thing is you might be phasing into something like uh, using ZipRecruiter, Indeed, or I'm sure there's other ones. Mm. Um, I actually used Craigslist at one point early on. That didn't go well. Um, <laughs> I imagine not. No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, but but Indeed is what I use now. Um, okay. Not by, I mean, just because they sent me a free $50, and it was the first thing I, I used, and, and so I'm familiar with it. So right. not meant to be a plug, but it works for me. Okay, cool. So, yeah, kind of talking about the journey from, Starting and new, figuring it out, even trying Craigslist, yep. but then kind of maturing and growing into that. What would you say is your kind of like number one tip when it regards to interviews? Uh, don't don't hesitate to follow your um, curiosity. Mm. Um, have pre-populated questions. I have a, mm -hmm. a page of just a ton of questions that are pre-populated. I have no formula. Uh, as to which one I kind of go to, I'll jump around. Mm -hmm. um, if they say something that perks your curiosity, don't be afraid to pull on that thread. If they mm -hmm. say something you're nervous about, mm -hmm. definitely pull on the thread. Right. Um, kind of see where it goes. Uh, a lot of times people will say something and you assume you know what they were saying. Right. And you don't ask enough questions. And a lot of mistakes can be avoided by uh kind of pulling on that thread and you could also make sure that to not lose somebody that actually might have been a great hire right right so don't be afraid to ask more questions explore more yeah. um and don't ask questions you don't need to ask i mean mm -hmm. you're wasting everybody's time um right. let them talk it's a great time that if you hear your voice um mm -hmm. more than theirs you didn't do a good job right that's a good so 70 30 is probably a fantastic ratio mm -hmm. of you talking 30% and listening 70. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the, the main tips um, I would throw at anybody who's who's new. Right. Which makes sense because your main goal is to get to know that person. And if so, you want to let them talk because that's when oh, people's yeah. personalities, their interests, their quirks will come out in those yeah. when so they're talking. Um, I, I believe it's coined by Brene Brown, but she says lean into the discomfort. Mm. That's fantastic for interviewing, uh, including silence. Silence is your friend. 
Uh, right. Uh, you've got to shut up for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, sometimes 15 seconds and just mm-hmm. let the silence sit there mm-hmm. while people think. Right. Um, and the somebody sitting there quietly is not a sign of being slow or mm-hmm. um, it just means maybe you, I mean, you have to read their body language, right? Body language right. matters now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a sign of authenticity or it's a sign of non-authenticity <laughs> right, you know right. so you just got to get comfortable with the person and try to get to understand who they are and, and what they care about to, to then understand their body um, language also right right that makes sense and what do you think about made me think of what, what do you think about following your gut when it comes to interviews i feel like that could be maybe sure. a two-edged sword so there are um, definitely people who will do that not i'm all for it I've made uh, the call going for my going with my gut um, multiple times and it panned out really well. Mm. I also didn't listen to my gut and hired people I shouldn't have hired. It didn't pan out well. Right um, now, when I say that though, I I'll preface it with I do everything very organized. Mm. I have my questions. I have um, I have a three part process. I do personality profile tests on mm. people. Uh, so when I say go with my gut, I really mean educated guess mm. more than I mean go with my gut. Right. Uh, you can't always express that. I mean, the very term educated guess is, is a is the idea that you're turning to a series of events of experience that you've garnered. Right. And you're making sometimes something you can't verbalize uh, a very educated gut call mm. um, about a situation or a person and, and sometimes uh, the brain goes really fast right and you have to go fast with it and be mm. comfortable with that even though you can't verbalize it so I would never say mm. um, you know somebody walks in across the parking lot and I shake their hand and I'm not going to go with my gut well my gut told me the way I shook hands with right. this person they were good and I mean people will say stuff like that like I knew the moment they walked in I'm like, I hope you didn't get married that way you know right. um so right. that's what I mean by educated. That yeah. makes sense of kind of not just the gut or just the mind, yeah. but it's the both. It's the yeah. taking into account both what logically makes sense that you can explain, yes. but also does the feel is the feel right too. When you have both, that's probably the best decision. Totally got it. And then the other big thing there is, is like I said, I I make very small tweaks to my process mm. so that I can rely on those experiences being consistent. So if I interviewed every single person differently, constantly, right. and and was never had a written out set of questions to pull from, mm-hmm. it, it would be harder to make that information useful. Right, right. Because you can test something if every time it's not it's different. Yeah. Because then you have nothing to compare it to. So that makes sense. So, so something about yeah. good about the consistency of okay, these are the questions I ask so that you can learn from your own experiences. And that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jared. I feel it enlightened me about the hiring process. So I hope sure. you guys found that helpful too. And like you said, read more in our blogs that go along with this. And I hate to be that guy on the doorknob. I'm going to throw one last Ooh, huge please. tip out there. This doorknob confessions problem. are the best. Doorknob confessions. This is a problem I think we have more than ever. And today uh, mm-hmm. you can read all sorts of really in-depth articles. I just recently read one from fancy people at Harvard. Um and that is basically uh, an analysis and description about uh, basically how do you word it? They they have a thousand pages, so it's much easier for them. 
long story short, we make requirements that we don't really need. Oh. I say you need a college degree. Mm. Do you really need a college degree for this job? Yep. Potentially not. Mm-hmm. If I say you need a high school education, did that person really need it? Um, right. If I say you need to have three years sales experience, mm. was that a real requirement? So you have a, a an issue with genders here. Mm. So um, like some ridiculous number, 80%, 70%. 90 percent of males will ignore requirements uh, whereas only like 10 20 30 percent of females will apply for a job mm. um so there's a lot of other people who've talked about these subjects Interesting. easy to dive deep so i'm not going to like try to be the expert on this topic so much right. as in point out to people um you want to put the least amount of requirements i mm. personally even for my most advanced jobs put education is a plus and appreciated mm. i love that requirement it's not a requirement um at the end of the day, um, when people have been polled, one thing's very clear. Uh, valid work experience means more to an owner or a hire than anything. Makes so sense. if that's the case, then make sure that you're putting out a, a job description that, that encourages people to apply. That may be great for this job. That may not meet the requirements. Good. That was a great doorknob confession. Thank you, Jared. We'll see you next time on the broadcast.